This is an IELTS Energy podcast episode 423, seven phrases to increase your score in general writing task one. You are listening to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. In today's episode, you'll learn formal and informal phrases to use in letters to positively impact your task achievement and vocabulary scores. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, what's shaking? Oh, uh, what is shaking? My dog is shaking. The trees are shaking. It's windy. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to answer, try to answer that literally now. Okay. Every time you say that. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> what's going on with you? It's new and exciting in Boston. Well, Boston is going through a heat wave right now, so that's Oof. fun. Uh, what else? Let's see. I had a tough hike on Saturday. It was very challenging, and I couldn't really walk the next day. <laughs> Whoa, really? But, yeah, yeah, it was Wow. It but was you're tough. in such good shape. Like, you go hiking all the time. It must have been crazy hard. Oh. Yeah, it's also so early in the season, right? So, you know, we're just, like, breaking the body in, and it was just oh, a really true. rocky... New England hiking is tough. It's very rocky. There's rocks all over the trails, and so you're just climbing up oh. rocks the whole time. It's crazy. It's totally not awesome. That sounds super <laughs> fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very rugged. <laughs> I think it makes our hiking seem quite tame. We're just like yeah. on these gentle uh, slopes through the forest, and yeah. like I think <laughs> it's like softer out here. That's what it sounds right, like. Right, it is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so guys, we are going to give you some very useful vocabulary today. And yes, it is geared towards the general training letter. However, you could, uh, you, guys, you're going to use this in real life apart mm -hmm. from IELTS. So please take notes on today's phrases about the difference in tone between formal and informal. Very common things that we say. Right. I mean, these are things that could also be, I mean, vocabulary words individually that could be used on the speaking test too, right? Definitely. And yeah, so like these informal phrases we're talking about, there's some phrasal verbs, there's some idioms, they could be used all over the speaking test. And then on the other side, the formal phrases, of course, you can pick out vocab words to use in writing for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to get a lot of mileage out of this this episode today. I love it. <laughs> so the reason why we're drawing this distinction between formal and informal is, as always, you guys, connected to your score. Um, in the general training letter, guys, in order to get a high score for task achievement, you have to have consistent tone, either formal or informal. Okay, so if you're aiming for that seven or higher, you have to have these, you have to have the 
this knowledge of how we communicate differently to a friend versus, you know, a, a manager or, you know, someone hiring for a job or complaining to like a hotel owner because your stay was bad. Like, yeah, your, yeah different language. So that's the key, having a range, not just only speaking formally or only speaking informally. It's being able to do both. Exactly. Yeah. Um, So on the general training letter, guys, there are certain functions that pop up a lot. And one of those is like having a complaint and or asking for help. So this could be, you know, uh, maybe you had a bad experience at a restaurant. So you have to write a letter to the owner. That would be formal. Or what if you are in a pickle (laughs) um, (laughs) and you need help from a friend, right? That also comes up all the time. So these phrases are very widely applicable. Um, okay, Lindsay. So, just this sentence: "I have a problem." That's way too okay. easy. What could we? What could we say otherwise? <clears throat> okay, so <clears throat> if we want to go formal, we could say something like a dilemma. I'm experiencing a dilemma. I like that because dilemma is a rarely used word, but it's very articulate. It's very articulate and and impressive for sure. Oh yeah, I I love this word. I don't know why, but it's it's a really nice word, you guys. Very high level, very impressive. So mm. we could also um just to add to the description, add to the communicative weight of the sentence. We could start with you know a different adverb like unfortunately or um forgive me for saying, uh, yep. but I am experiencing a dilemma. <laughs> like really draw that out. I love that. Giving that context, right? We're kind of dressing up that phrase and giving it some context. I think this is more important in formal writing and speaking, it, providing context, because mm. that's sort of the hallmark of when we communicate to friends or family is that we don't need to explain context because they know us. So the sentences are shorter. We don't, you know, have to explain as much. So um, like yeah. building these out in formal letters, I think, is also a part of the tone. Absolutely. I love that. And how about on the casual side? If we want to go casual with this phrase, I have a problem, what could we say? Um, Okay, this is such an awesome idiom. I love this. So we could say, honestly, I'm kind of grasping at straws right now. So that idiom grasping at straws. Mm, That's a good one. I never used that, but we hear it right in our culture. Yeah, totally. I know. I don't think it's something I actually say, <laughs> but it's, it's not because it's outdated. People still do say this. I think it's more like um, I've read it. I think I read it more than I hear it, actually, which is weird. Yeah. But so I like this because it has image, right? It's like, y- yeah, y- you have a problem. You, you don't know what to do about this. And so mm. you're just like grasping. You're just like trying to <clears throat> grab anything that will help and you can't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Making an effort to do something that's that's impossible, kind of like it just can't be done. But and so you feel a little bit helpless, right? Oh, another phrase that's kind of similar is like, I'm at my wits end. And um, this is really good, really high level, very idiomatic. Um, and it's it just means like, I have no idea what to do right now. That's all it mm. means. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Love that one. Hello, lovely listeners. If you are a general training 
candidate. You are looking to get over IELTS and start your new life in another country. We are here to help. We do have the Three Keys IELTS course for the general training exam. You can check out our student scores now and the course at allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, cool. So, um, another phrase that we often put in letters for all kinds of letters, right? Is, um, like, look, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Okay. So that is, that's band score six. Like everybody knows that phrase. So what, what could we say otherwise? Well, so is it looking forward to meeting you or seeing you? Because I feel like our our formal phrase is more to meet you, to meeting you. Yeah. 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 So if we want to say, if we want to translate, I'm looking forward to meeting you into a formal way, we could say, I'm looking forward to making your acquaintance. That is fantastic. Making yes. your acquaintance. That sounds so fancy and formal to me. Oh, like, really fancy. <laughs> it's really good. It sounds yeah. like it sounds so fancy. I uh, I'm I hear it in a British accent for some yeah. reason. Like that's it's how not- fancy. <laughs> It sounds like it should be. It's almost like the kind of language is included in wedding invitations or something, you know, totally. like very formal. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Um, so if you are writing a letter to a friend that you're like arranging to meet soon or any letter to a friend, you could add this closing line. Um, I can't wait to hang out and catch up. So like hang out, phrasal verb. Everybody knows that for sure, but still good. And then catch up. I think that's a phrasal verb that will definitely stand out. Students don't know that. Love that one. Love that one. So good. So casual. So natural. Yeah. So just putting like two phrasal verbs there, like right at the end. Um, that's a really good way to like leave that last high score impression on the examiner, right? Like end on a high note. Yeah, um, and then the third one, and this also could be in a wide variety of topics you'll have to write about. Um, please call me. Please call me. Okay. So that's easy. Like, what What else can we say? Okay. So if we want to say something formal, we could say, don't hesitate to reach out via phone. <laughs> that sounds so... <laughs> so formal. That's something, um, you know, a lot of these formal phrases, they're stuff that we would never say. Like, these are only yeah. things we write. So that's right. definitely one sure. of those. Um, yeah. And I I also like, uh, please call at your earliest convenience. I think that oh, is yes. like super polite. Yep. Um, and then like informally, we could just say, um, give me a ring whenever or give me a shout whenever. So uh-huh. more phrasal verbs, a little slang there. Um, Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, totally something that we would say. Yeah, these are great. I love the variety. Guys, vocabulary is definitely a, a way you can very quickly influence your score. You know, you can totally. very quickly increase it, but just by understanding what the examiner is looking for and spending some time getting those familiar with some good phrases like these. And so these phrases, guys, I mean, they raise your score in two ways. Not only are they fantastic vocabulary, but remember, you have to have a consistent tone, right, for your task score. So Mm. this applies to two categories. So this stuff is Mm. really important. (laughs) Really good. Really good. So good. Oh, any any final tips for the general training letter? Jessica, anything? Because we don't talk about general training very much, which we should, but we forget about. (laughs) We tend to focus more on academic, but we know that a good number of our listeners are doing general. Any like closing remarks about that? 
Yeah, I think it's really useful to read native speaker letters, a variety of letters. So in a more informal tone, I would look for advice columns like Dear Abby or I mean, every newspaper and magazine has some sort of advice column. So like an advice column like that. And then for formal language, I would look in um, the, the letters to the editor sections in newspapers. So you could get a lot of native speaker um, examples of tone. You could read the difference, compare them, really like get the feel for what the difference is in the language. And then, of course, you're going to learn awesome phrases from all of these sources. So I think that is a great place to start preparing is just researching, reading some of the some of those letters. Uh, I'd say like three days a week, right? Sort of start gathering your own phrases um, yeah. in addition to the ones we give you. But yes, definitely discover some of your own as well. Yeah, so good. And guys, remember in our course, we do have a whole general, general course. We have a course mm -hmm. for you if you're in taking the general exam. It's not just for people taking the academic exam. So go on over to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and you can get in there, choose the general course and you're on your way. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Very cool. Okay, Jessica, thanks for hanging out. It's been good. Very important to talk about this general exam. Very good. Yes, for sure. Yes. <laughs> thanks, Lizzie. Have a good day. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.